Welcome back to the podcast. Oh my gosh. Um, it's been a long bit since I've had anything about any religion related topics to really post. Um, until today, uh, something came across my desk slash study session. Um, I was kind of diving into you know, seeing more about Norse paganism, what's kind of going on, and I mean, this episode is going to be about um, a white church, whites-only church. Um, <clears throat> the way I came across this video, though, was because I often follow Wisdom of Odin, and there was a video that came up of a guy who was kind of um, against Wisdom of Odin. And I was like, kind of starting to listen to that video. And I was like, you know, I don't I don't really know really what Wisdom of Odin, like as a as a person, what he stands for. If he's really like trying to become like a leader where people worship him or something like I don't really know, but the the kind of clickbait aspect of that video kind of made it uh it kind of turned me off for a second to actually fully listening to the video if that makes sense um like I tuned into it, I started listening to it, and I was like, you know, let me not taint this guy this guy's image because I don't really know him I've never contacted him I've never been in touch with him I've never seen him I'm not a part of his church I don't go to his church I don't talk to him I think I've probably commented on a couple of his videos about stuff that I thought was cool that he explained but outside of his YouTube channel I don't I don't know this guy personally I like his YouTube content and so, um, to try to hear somebody else's perspective of him is like, I don't, I kind of like to form my own opinions. Um, and I don't really know if, if, you know, I'll put it this way. If somebody wants to be worshipped, um, and others choose to worship them, that's all that's all their own business I feel like I don't I don't really have a dog in that fight like I don't really need to be involved in that but um strangely I was just kind of reflectively thinking about church just in general and I was thinking about the church I was a part of, and I was thinking about how we have different like convocations, like in the Adventist church world, um, how they're racially divided. And I was kind of thinking through, you know, how 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 would someone explain that to somebody? Um, and I don't know if I had first come across, you know, so that video that I was kind of starting to tune into that I kind of turned off and then I started, I don't know if I started thinking about the racial churches, church related stuff first, or if I was scrolling through, uh, the links in his description and came across the video link about a white church, a whites only church first. And then that led me to think about these ideas about race and church. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what order it was in. Cause I was just think like, I, I, I just, I was just having a night to sit and think about stuff that I like to think about. And this is the kind of stuff I like to think about. Um, 
like I said, I don't get bored. I'm I'm very easily entertained. So, you know, when I don't want to actually watch something, I will literally just sit and think about what I think about things. And I was like, I don't know what what do I actually think about white churches, uh, like a white church, you know, if there was a whites only church and the ideas that I came up with on my own before even watching any of this other content that I'm going to talk about. Um, personally, I don't have an issue with any group of people, you know, wanting to do their own group things. Um, if they feel like there's an aspect of safety and trust and, you know, safe space where they can feel more themselves and, you know, um, connect with people that are like them on whatever level that is whether that's black or white or lgbt or women or men or you know age groups or whatever like i don't find that to be a problem um i don't find that to be you know it can get problematic but just in itself just as a concept in and of itself I don't find just the general connection, you know, to others in the safe space of people who are like you to be an issue. Now, when it comes to an exclusion process, mm, I feel that starts to get a little bit questionable if you're turning people away. But I think that, you know... Regardless of the group of people, I mean, they have that right to turn people away. Now, if it's an open public business, I don't think that's appropriate. You know, like if it's a, like, say, for example, if it's a store where they sell, I don't want to pick on cowboys, but I don't know what, what. Say if it's a store where they sell cowboy boots. I got nothing against cowboys. But say if there's a store where they sell cowboy boots and it's a whites-only store and like on the middle of a main street and there's no religion attached to it. It's just, you know, they only want white people to come in and anyone who's not white, they won't let purchase anything. They'll turn them away or ask them to leave that is, I don't think is okay, but um, that's not really what we're talking about here. Um, and then any aspect of like promoting hate, like I feel like it's even maybe, uh, I think it's okay to, if you so choose to do so, if you so choose to be a hate person in your heart and hate people internally in your heart that's how you choose to spend your own personal energy I think you have every right to hate people in your heart I think when the hate starts getting expressed whether that's encouraging others to hate um, teaching younger people or impressionable people or people who are under your care, say, for example, you know, like, for example, working in the psych field, I've had experiences facilitating groups uh, of, you know, diverse groups of people. But if I were promoting hatred within that group, as the leader of the group, I don't think that's okay. Um, of any groups to be doing that about any group. Like, I don't think that's okay to be like a leader and promoting hate. But if you just happen to harbor hate in your heart for a certain group of people and you want to talk to your friends about it or your family members about it and you're just talking about how you hate but you're not trying to um, have people help you to promote hate or talk about hate messages or start a hate website or go out and do some active hate, you know, actions um, and behaviors against others. Uh, if you're not trying to do all that and you're just internally just filled with hate, but you're not expressing it outwardly in a way that's like 
influencing anybody or getting in anybody's way. You just internalize it, but then you're just perfectly just like kind to everybody, which I don't think that is really possible. But I mean, if if it is possible, you know, to do that, then I I don't really see an issue with it. Um, it's just kind of weird to say because it's like I don't I don't really think that people who you know, have so much hatred or really trying to keep that to themselves. They tend to want to spread it to others and influence others and have, you know, a group of like-minded people to hate with. Um, I don't think hating in silence is, I don't, I don't know how that could be fueled. You know, if I just want to sit in my bedroom by myself and hate um, and do nothing about that hate, I wonder, you know, I just wonder, like, if that, I don't think that there's, like, a driving force behind that, I think it would be maybe very short-lived, it's just my opinion, I don't really know, like, I, I try not to be hateful, um, I definitely can have problems with my anger and temper, and, you know, I can definitely get irritable easily, and just, like, say all kinds of stupid and sensitive things for sure I know I can do that and I can have some prejudiced ideas about people when I just totally don't understand them but I totally do actually try actively to understand as much as I can about different groups of people um now I don't like fully dive into like every single detail of every single group but I try to at least have a general understanding and if possible, I try to meet people that are like that are those types of people. That's definitely something um, that I do actively try to do. I mean, the last couple of years, I've really not met a lot of people, but I'm actually interested in meeting Norse pagans. Um, the more I've been studying about, you know, their religion, uh, the religions or religion, uh, the groups and their practices and traditions, I'm actually really interested in like seeing if I can find um, something that would be open and convenient and, um, you know, accepting where they would want me to, where they would allow me to come in and just, like, observe and just, like, hang out and, like, see what, what it's all about, you know, like, uh, in person. And, you know, I'd totally be willing to, like, show up for a few months to, like, I mean, I've done it before with other religions. Like, I don't, I don't really care. Like, I'm, I'm totally into that kind of stuff. I'm like, you know, it's totally what I like. I love cultures and I like to learn about them and I like to be around different types of people and different ways of thinking. Um, I'm not saying I'm perfect, that I don't have any prejudiced views or that I like never think any insensitive, uh, stupid kind of ideas. I mean, I, I'm, I'm learning just like everybody else, you know? Um, I think I do have some advantage of being raised around diverse groups of people and, you know, being raised in LA. I mean, that's a good place to be raised if you like different types of people. There's just about a little bit of everybody, um, in LA. So that is cool too. Um, but okay. So 15 minutes of talking about all that, um, so, I'm trying to timestamp this, so at about 13.30, it's a little after 13.30, but at about 13.30 is where we're gonna actually start topic, talking about this topic, um, so, we're talking about white church, whites only church, let me get, I'm going to link this video in in uh the explanation. The title of the video is Inside America's Last Whites Only Church. It's from the YouTube channel The Guardian. It's got 200, no, sorry, 2 let me move this so I can see. 2.04 million subscribers. This video itself had over 3 million, excuse me, over 3 million views. And it was released a year ago in October of 2021. 
Um, and their description, it says, in rural Minnesota, a fringe heathen group known as the Asatru Folk Assembly. So you'll hear them referred to as the AFA. So the AFA, um, the Asatru Folk Assembly has purchased a local church and membership is strictly whites only. And um, they have a little bit, they have a lot of information. So I don't want to go into the whole thing. So basically, um, you can read that for yourself. Um, it talks about uh, just a little bit about Nordic uh, worship. And the lady who was doing the interviews about this church, uh, she is, her name is Amudalat Ajasa. And it says she visits the church to understand how it is gaining influence across the country and to meet the anti-racist heathens fighting back to reclaim their religion. So there's uh, a few types of people being interviewed in this um, episode, in that episode in the YouTube video. Um, so the group that's the whites only church, um, they are no hate, no hatred against people of Nordic religions. Um, but they happen to call themselves, um, heathen faith, Nordic religion. Um, so jumping into this, some notes that I took, and then I have some questions that I was not sure about after. Um, so, um... The notes I took, basically, according to this video, is that, you know, the white, it's a white church. Um, they are a, what's considered a folk religion. Um, they have the faith of heathenry, so it's of a heathen faith. They worship Nordic gods. <clears throat> Um, it's a church for people of native European descent. They, this, the people who were interviewed that go to this church, I don't know the levels of the people as far as like, were they just members? Were they, um, members of the, you know, uh, clergy I don't know what you call is it clergy like the people who are like the people in charge of different types of ministries and things I don't know what the wording I don't know the terminology uh this isn't a it's not a Christian church it's a Nordic worshiping Nordic gods uh I don't know if they call themselves a church or a temple someone in there did refer to it as a temple um I'm not sure if they use the wording church or temple. Um, A lot of times the word church assumes Christian. They're not Christian. Um, I mean, there might be people that go there that are Christian, but from what I understand, this is a, a religion. It's their own religion. Um, for people of native European descent. So some things that one of the people being interviewed mentioned was some things that are important, at least to this person who was talking specifically at that, the specific phrases they used, um, that specific person was saying that, you know, that church promotes racial purity um, and fears of white genocide, Um, that, you know, it promotes um, a sense of purpose, 
for people who might be feeling fragile or weak. This is somebody's explanation. This is not my explanation because I do not know anything about this this church. Now, I mean, I'll get into it, but, you know, you guys know I've been studying about Nordic religions, about paganism, a little bit about heathenry. Um, I've never heard of anybody joining. As far as all that I've studied so far, I've never heard anybody mentioning joining, you know, a pagan religion because of racial purity, because of fear of white, of white genocide, uh, because of feelings of fragility, weakness, or needing a sense of purpose. None of the people that I've heard about or who have, who have watched talking, the shamans, none of those people ever mentioned anything like that. This is specific to this group, this AFA group of people that somebody being interviewed um, mentioned that that's what this church is, you know, kind of promoting these types of ideas to people who maybe have these types of fears about their white race. Um, So this is a temple that is in Minnesota. Uh, some people were worried, saying that, you know, it's their third temple that they're rising up. And so to have three of them now that are, you know, successfully promoting towards people, getting different white people to join. Now, almost everybody in this video who was interviewed was a white person. Almost everybody. Um and so these were different people, like some of the people were local people who were just from the neighborhood. Some of the people were, uh, there was a couple, a biracial couple, a black and white couple with a biracial uh, child who was fearful of their biracial child being involved in the school system because they think there might be something wrong Um towards their their child um, when they have to start school um and there were some other white people interviewed that it seemed like other than the people at that church most of the other people in the community or even people of the religion that weren't at that church um that went to a different type of church, uh, but the same religion. It didn't seem like anybody was really agreeing with this AFA church, um, except for the people that were a part of that church themselves. Um, so that's the impression that I got, is that other than the people who are in that church, most people are against it, even the white people. Um I don't know if there were a lot of people for it. I think one guy was like not against it. I guess he was kind of more taking like a like I'm not really against it. You know, um they can do what they want to do kind of thing. They say that they're nice people kind of thing. That that was kind of his approach. Um Um, someone made a comment about preserving blonde hair and blue eyes. Um, I mean, I, and I mean, there's some of this where it's like, okay, like I don't necessarily disagree, you know, um, with the concepts just isolated as a concept like when you start attaching other things to it it's like oh okay this sounds a little maybe problematic but you know I feel like okay if there are groups of people that are white people that might be feeling fragile and weak and needing a sense of purpose and want to go to a whites only type of a th place 
I personally don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, who am I to really say what's right or wrong? But I don't really see anything wrong with just that in in itself. You know, just, okay, if I'm feeling like I don't really have, like, white community and I'd like to go to a whites-only place to meet other white people and I'm a white person, which I'm not a white person, but if I were a white person and thinking like that, I, I don't really see anything really wrong inherently with that alone, you know? Um, I don't really see anything wrong with people wanting racial purity. Um, it's not, it's not a foreign concept now, when people want racial purity, they might go to different lengths to try to get that. But I don't really inherently see anything wrong with wanting to preserve your heritage, your race, without mixing with other groups. I don't personally feel like that's something that I practice in my own personal life. But if other people want to practice that, I don't really see anything wrong with them going into a church building where they want to mingle maybe their kids together to procreate with other white people of the same religion. I mean, I I don't really see anything like necessarily wrong with with that kind of idea. Or maybe if they're older, like uh, of a dating age and they want to date, you know, white Nordic people um, that are, you know, of a Norse heathen religion, I don't see anything wrong with that either, you know, um, and, you know, fear of white genocide, I don't know exactly what that means, um, that, to me, that, that phrase was a little bit confusing, because usually, I don't know. Am I wrong to say that genocide usually refers to killing the of a race, right? I don't really feel like white people are being killed off like that. Um, at least to my knowledge, I've never heard of I mean, yes, maybe in like Europe, like Eastern Europe for sure, yeah. There's definitely different forms of white genocide between white groups of different white people in different European countries. Um, and, you know, um, one quick example, this isn't the same thing, but I mean, I grew up with a lot of people who used to refer to themselves as Yugoslavian. Some are Serbian, some are Croatian. And one group was feeling more oppressed than the other. And there was a sense of, you know, people killing. Um, Also, if you think, I don't know, uh, with the Armenian genocide, I don't, I need to look that up. It's bad that I don't remember. But that that's what, I, what comes across my mind when I think white genocide. I think of those types of different, like, um like wars and things like that like war you know um like the holocaust i would consider that overall a form of white genocide i know that not everybody who's jewish is white but i believe that a lot of those people you know who died of the six million jews i believe the majority of them were white people that would be another form of white genocide, but I don't think white as a whole that white people are being killed off just for being white. But I, I, if I see it in that sense, that's what I would consider genocide. I don't think that the mixing of races, like if my, you know, if I've had a family of, you know, um, Native European descent all the way up until my generation and I'm a white female, and I decide to marry a non-white male, and we start having kids, I don't consider that white genocide. Um, intermarrying and other, and other cultures and other 
races and ethnicities, I don't consider that genocide. So I don't really, I don't know. I'm not trying to like play with words. I just, I just, I wrote down a bunch of notes and when I'm looking at them, I'm like, I don't know what that means. Um, like that's all, that's the best I can explain. I know what I think of when I think of white genocide, I think of white people being, you know, killed. So if there's a fear of white genocide, I don't see that happening. Um, I feel like there have been forms of white genocide um, of different white groups of people in history and even currently, if you think of like Russia and Ukraine, those are different Caucasian groups of people. Um, But I don't really know... I don't really know if that's considered genocide if there's no killing i mean i'm I'm purposely not looking this up as i'm talking and i could easily google it but i'm not going to because i'm just trying to go by what my mind is saying and i don't think i don't think that white people need to fear genocide um i i think that i i don't think i need to say it <laughs> i don't think i need to say it uh we all know world history, so I don't think I need to say it. But um, <clears throat> so for the notes that I've covered so far, up to the blonde hair and bl- the blonde hair and blue eyes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of that stuff that I talked about early that I don't really see. I don't really see some of it as a problem. Um, I could see how it could become problematic, but I don't see it as a problem just because it's white people doing things. Um, I don't, I don't really see it as problematic. Um, just like when I was at work, um, well, not just like, but you know, when I was at work, there was a white person who was, um, in one of the head offices that, you know, was making comments about, you know, the climate of things during the Rona. And, you know, she made like maybe one sentence explanation about um, something about, you know, the protests with Black Lives Matter or something. I don't remember what she said, but it was like one sentence. And people went in on her. Like, these were white people going in on her. But people went in on her and they were just like... I don't think that what she said was okay. And like, I mean, she never said anything against black people. She just almost just didn't acknowledge, you know, that, you know, even in a mental health field, like how people who weren't white might be kind of experiencing this situation. And from that point on, she went well out of her way to be very inclusive um, about things and I didn't, I didn't really, I mean, yeah, I think that she could have done better. I think that our whole company can do better, but, you know, as a black person, you know, I'm very used to being ignored. So it's like, all right, like they're just going to breeze over this, like they breeze over everything else, you know, like, you know, they're not really going to consider us or try to really help. Um, but that's kind of the norm, you know? Um, so for people to call it out and be like, yeah, this is wrong for somebody to not speak out, um, when you're the one that has the voice and you're just kind of glancing over how other people might be feeling. And this is white people calling it to the attention of other white staff because they had friends that were black staff or other races of staff that were pretty upset, um, in their neighborhoods and pretty upset and fearful. Um, I mean, I was definitely fearful. I was like, shit, there's a fucking curfew. Like, you know, I'm black as night. Like there's no way I can even pretend to not be black. I can't even like fake it. Like even if I tried, there's like no way. Like the only, the only time in my own real reality that I can ever, like not that I'm trying but the only time that I feel like people don't 
know if I'm black is when I go snowboarding because I have a helmet, I have a beanie, I have like this whole like bandana over my nose and mouth and I'm fully covered with like jacket, pants, boots, you know, gloves, like you can't see hardly any of my skin, like you might be able to see my ears, you know, or like maybe like the back of my my neck I don't know my hair is covered like everything I usually have a beanie on underneath my helmet too and so it's like (laughs) that's the only time and like snowboarding in southern California there's not really all that many black people (laughs) let alone black females so people aren't gonna assume I'm a black woman um and I know it confuses the hell out of people but I mean you know assumptions right but I don't know like Okay, I'm getting way off topic, but, um, okay. So, what this church has, this AFA church, they have what's called kindred groups. Um, so different people join from other places. It said that they have Viking era teachings and exclusion of people uh, who are non-white people that if they want to be members. So the way they said that they might handle a person who's not white coming in is they would say, you know, uh, we only welcome white people here. And, you know, they would ask the person to leave and they don't, you know, allow membership because there's a process of being a member and unless you're white you can't really be in the congregation in their services anyways and so you wouldn't be able to get to the point of becoming a member if you weren't white or at least if you didn't appear white enough to be accepted Um, because some people I mean you can look white and you're not white but um it is possible, I guess, technically, um, to get in if you're not white, as long as you look like you are, I guess. Um, I don't know how you have to prove your ancestry or anything. I don't know how that works, if it's word of mouth. I mean, I haven't looked into this that deeply. So this is considered a folk religion. Um, other people call it white supremacy. So this is where it starts getting a little confusing for me I mean these are this isn't my I'm not making this I'm not I'm trying my best to not make assumptions about these people because I don't know them you know I came across this video I didn't even know this kind of thing existed and um I I mean as a person who's of multiple different types of minorities um I'm composed of multiple minority groups and I can see why people want to have their own um as a minority that makes sense to me um trying to understand why a white person would want their own space I know that there's definitely pushback against white people to do that to have their own spaces like that and uh I mean I have plenty of white people in my life that I know that you know if one of them told me you know I go to this whites only church you know and I worship there and it's very healing and I get a lot out of it and I feel like I'm a better person when I when I'm engaged with this type of service and the people I know are just upstanding and loving people you know, that don't promote hatred and all that. And I, I, I'd probably be like, yeah, that sounds pretty dope that you're, that you found like a sense of white community of people that you like to practice your religion with and do the things that are important to you culturally with those other white people. I don't think I would knock it, you know, but just to know that maybe I would never be invited into their church might be a little complex uh but i mean i take it another step you know there are a lot of religions that might not be based on race 
but I think maybe like really conservative, uh, I'm not saying all ultra-Orthodox Jewish groups are like this, but there are some groups that are really, really strict, or maybe even like the Amish, you know, they're really, really strict. So if a group like that told me you can't come to our service, I wouldn't be like, oh, like you guys are, you know, prejudiced or, you know, I wouldn't really feel hurt or need to push back because I know that they're very isolated for their own reasons. Like sometimes like I can kind of see like why people would want to be isolated. And with this group, I could kind of see why some people might gravitate towards that space, especially because there aren't really places where people can be, you know, just culturally white and with only white people. I mean, that there aren't really a lot of spaces where that exists. I mean, there are are definitely places (laughs) in the world where you can go, even in the U.S., you know, where you can just go and be only with white people. If you really want to do that, there are plenty of places where you can go to do that kind of thing. Um, um, But I don't know about places that, like, explicitly state that you're not allowed to come over here if you're not of, like, European descent. Um... Uh, I don't, I don't know about the white supremacy. That's something to look into because multiple people are saying that they are white supremacists, including another group of people. So there's another group of people called, uh, Asatru Kindred or something like that. There's like this other Asatru group that says that the AFA is, you know, a white supremacist group that promotes hate. So I don't know what to really think. Um, uh, But I can see how complex this topic is. As a complete outside person who has no desire to go to this church in Minnesota whatsoever. um, You know, if somebody says you're not welcome, I'm not really trying to like be up in there. Um, but if I'm just walking past, you know, I don't want to get shot at either, you know, so it's kind of like, um, I mean, I don't know how extreme they really are. I don't know what they teach people, you know, um, uh, somebody mentioned something along the lines of that, you know, this church is not trying to take over, but they want to call those who uh, feel like they're called to practice the religion. Uh, Now, this church was founded in 1994. So that wasn't, it was kind of long ago, but not that long ago. Um, They believe that the white heritage and culture is worth preserving. I, I mean, I agree that it is worth preserving. Um... And they deny that they have white supremacist rallies. Uh, They call it a peaceful protest rally. I don't know what they were protesting, actually. I would like to maybe know that. Uh, What was their peaceful protest? Like, the purpose of it? I saw that they had, like, these, uh, heathen symbol shields that they were carrying, and they were chanting as they were walking, I think, I can't remember if they were chanting, there were other groups that were protesting as well in Spanish that were with signs that were saying other things that I believe were protesting against this AFA peaceful protest, um, And then, you know, there was a comment that they said a white, uh, sorry, there was a comment that said um, a counter protester was killed. They didn't go into that, but I don't know if that counter protester was one of those people who was one of the people speaking Spanish that was, you know, opposing this group. I don't know. And I mean, I hope not. It's just sad to hear, but... If a counter-protester was killed, I don't think that's a peaceful protest rally. Uh, 
Um, if there's killing, it's not peaceful. Um, so it sounds like there was some form of violence. It sounds like they're not calling it white supremacy. Um, this group, the AFA itself, is not calling it white supremacy, but other people are. Even some white people are calling it white supremacy. Which, I don't know. I mean, I just don't know. But that, that, I mean, of all the stuff mentioned before, other than the fear of white genocide, um, this uh, peaceful protester, this uh, counter-protester getting killed... Um, so far, you know, those were the things that I was like, okay, this is where it's too far. Um, but all the other stuff, like if you took those situations out, all the other stuff up until what I was just saying to me is like, okay, I can kind of get it. It's kind of justified. It seems kind of valid. It's a little... I understand the pushback on it. I understand that people don't want it. Someone else made a comment about, um, you know, if there was a group that came in of Satanists wanting to worship Satan, that they would push back against that too. And I don't know if it's fair to compare. I mean, I don't know about this AFA church, but say if it was just any whites only church I don't think it's fair to, you know, compare white, whites only groups to Satanist groups. And I also don't think it's fair to necessarily exclude Satanists. Um, that's just my opinion. Like, I don't really have anything against Satanists. I mean... My rules kind of apply to everybody, you know, if you're if you're going to be hate, hateful, you know, keep your hate to yourself and it's perfectly fine. Um, in my opinion, you can hate all you need to within the confines of your own home as long as you're not hurting yourself or others. You're not hurting anybody in your home. You're not spreading. I mean, I think it's not maybe the smartest thing to like practice hate and stuff, but if you want to sit and pray about hate and, you know, light candles to it and, you know, just sit and hate in your heart, if that's what you want to do, I feel like as long as you're not, like, spreading it into other people and encouraging other people and, like, inciting this kind of, like, you know, hatred, violence, you know, towards others and stuff, I mean, I feel like if you want to just privately hate by yourself, uh, go for it, I guess. Um, but usually, like I mentioned before, usually when people are into hatred, they usually aren't really just, you know, privately praying about how much they love to hate and, you know, just keeping it internal. Like, yes, I want to bottle up this hate and, you know... Like, they usually want to spread it. They don't usually want to, like, hold it and, like, keep it internal. They want to teach it to their kids and, you know, find groups of people who are like-minded that think about the same things that they hate and that practice hate in the same ways that they're comfortable practicing hate or even teach them different new creative ideas of how to hate like that's that's usually what happens with hate usually it's not like some peaceful private prayerful meditative thing that people do in their homes by themselves and then just come out of their house and everything's perfectly fine and they get along with everybody perfectly fine like that's not usually how hate works but if somebody could pull it off so that it's not really infecting other people I feel like I really don't have anything to really say other than, you know, it might be a waste of your energy and time to really be that way. Um, I mean, you get a whole life, you know, like, why would you want to live that way? But I mean, to each their own. Um, 
So it started getting more concerning towards the end. Um, So after they talked about the counter protester that was killed, which they didn't mention a lot about, um, they said that this AFA group has systems of racism and oppression in Murdoch, which is in that Minnesota town. And or maybe they were just saying in in not necessarily the AFA itself, but in that city of Murdoch, um, there were systems of hate, sorry, systems of racism and oppression that were not being called out and connections of groups. Uh, oh, sorry, I can't read my own notes because it doesn't make any sense. Sorry, let me start over. Um, in Murdoch, there were systems of racism and oppression and those systems of racism and oppression were not being called out. And this AFA, Whites Only Church group, um, was supposedly having, they're supposedly connected um, to the KKK and violent groups. Um, and that seemed to be appealing to people who might have been impoverished or uh, people who didn't feel that they had like a place in society or like community and so they were joining this AFA church because of those reasons Um, so yeah the connection with the KKK and racist and oppressive systems being supported by this church that's not a good sign um but you know you kind of see this theme a lot right in history of these types of groups gaining authority and power and you know people looking the other way and they appeal to impoverished people they appeal to people who feel like they don't have a place who don't belong i start worrying when the economy gets bad you know um i mean that was like a lot of the propaganda that you know Hitler had used against against Jews you know a, a lot of the propaganda about you know the economy and you know we've seen that even in our own you know presidencies of people um who shall remain unnamed multiple presidents who use um the economy as like fuel against different groups of people i mean if you pay attention to what they say i mean they're very skilled somebody they have people writing their speeches who are very skilled at twisting stuff in a way that's like sometimes you think you understand what they're saying and then you don't um, you don't, there's like all this underlying stuff. Um, it is a weird kind of skill to have to be like actively twisting stuff so that, you know, people are getting deceived. Um, and when times are hard, you know, people turn to stuff, especially religion and, you know, they want to feel, you know, secure. Um... All right, so let me wrap this up because I've only got seven minutes before this thing times out. Um, So the questions I had, you know, before I knew about the KKK connections, before I knew about the protester being killed and all these other things, if you take all of that out of it, you know, um, the questions kind of change. But, um, you know... Knowing what I know about, or at least what they were saying about the connections to the KKK and all this kind of stuff, my questions were mostly like, is this racism? Um, is this a threat to safety of minority groups, especially because this isn't a whites only neighborhood? Like, there's other people who live there, um, and it's drawing all kinds of people from other neighborhoods, other cities, other places to come to this congregation. Um, when they're not even from that area, you know, um, so there were different topics being mentioned about, um, white supremacists, 
about, you know, actions of white supremacists, about freedom of religion, um, exclusion based on color. I was kind of coming to some ideas about, you know, white people, safe spaces for white people. Um, And I already talked about hatred, you know, like the internal hatred in a person's heart, you know, usually can generally lead to some kind of action, but it, it might be possible to keep it internal and not let it out. And if that's possible, I don't personally see a problem with it. But I just don't really see that it wouldn't seep out in one way or another, whether it's just being rude or totally just avoiding somebody making them feel bad or small just because they're different. Um, Because that group is that person is being hated in that person's mind internally. Um, So there's this Astrotrue Kindred group who uh, protested against this AFA group. And this other Asatrue group, they allow LGBTQ plus people, they allow other races of people to come and see what their what that Asatrue church does. Um, they're also Norse pagan. Uh, they this other group, they call the AFA. Um, they say that the AFA is defiling the church. So they're a uh, Norse pagan church. They feel like the AFA, AFA is defiling it. I keep wanting to say AFI because they've got a concert coming up and I'm thinking about the tickets. Um, this other Astrotrue group also mentions that there's nothing in Norse pagan uh, literature or anything in the in Norse pagan literature for the church that states that a person needs to have northern european descent uh to be a member it doesn't state anything about exclusion um and this other astrotrue group also says that the afa does evil deeds um so this other astrotrue group they say that they celebrate community ritual connecting to the past celebration of religion without exclusion and without hatred and so i mean when they were walking down the street they had a pride flag you know it's like and the black lady was invited to one of their sacred ceremonies where one of uh, the people she was talking to was becoming a sage um and she was even invited to kind of have a role not like a a huge role but like they went around kind of in a circle and everybody could mention a comment uh and she actually was given space to like talk like she said a few sentences but it's like she was invited in welcomed in was able to be part of the service ceremony she was able to talk. She was treated equally like everybody else who was there. She wasn't a member of this congregation. She wasn't trying to become a member of this congregation. She was kind of researching and interviewing about the AFA group. And, you know, this group seems to be, you know, it seems like they both call themselves the same religion, but it seems like the AFA group is doing something that the Norse pagan church is that what you call it like the norse pagan church that they wouldn't necessarily agree with um that there isn't really this exclusion within the religion within heathenry heathenry and paganism uh norse paganism that you don't necessarily have to exclude people but you can also celebrate your culture and heritage um but, like, do I think it's wrong for people to want to have whites-only spaces? I don't feel like it's wrong if there's not a process of hatred or uh, discrimination involved. Um, so that's kind of 
that's kind of my conclusion. But very difficult topic. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've met maybe. I actually, I actually have an uncle who's a white supremacist, so it's kind of shocking. But, um, I'm not gonna talk about that here. But, um, I don't know. Like, very difficult topic. But thanks for listening.